everyone, and welcome back to Your Supernova Moments, a podcast about burnouts. After last week's longer-than-usual episode with Siobhan Murray, we are back to our usual short episode format this week, and I think that it's going to be a really useful one today. I was looking back at the episodes I've done so far. We've talked a lot about what burnout is. We've talked about the symptoms and what to do when you're right in the boiling pot of burnout. And I've talked about getting on top of basic human needs and that being sort of one of the first steps of burnout recovery. But we've not really got into it beyond that. So I thought we could revisit it today and talk about the foundations of burnout recovery. These are the things that I learned and that I did that helped me kind of break through the surface. And these are what I will direct you to get on top of initially as your coach when you work with me. It's helpful to know and it's sometimes hard to do. So it is easier with support. But whether you work with me as your coach or not, this is all going to be helpful information to get you on the right path. So let's begin at the beginning. For a second, I'm going to go backwards. I'm going to give you just a little bit of the burnout SOS talk right now because as per usual, I'm going to remind you that this stuff isn't easy just to do when you're right in it. So let's recap those first steps of breaking out of that burnout cycle. Step one is to stop, to pause, to stop pushing and step off the treadmill. The thing I get back a lot of the time from people I talk to is that they can't stop. They can't afford to stop, even for a second. And I get that, but I also know that the reality is that they really can't afford not to. Because if they don't, then in time, they're going to hit their limit and then they will have to stop. Tripping and falling and flying off the treadmill is a lot messier than letting yourself step off it to catch your breath. And step two, on that note, is to breathe. I've got breathing exercises here on the podcast. I think it's episode five, if you want to check those out. And it's so incredibly important to start with that. When you breathe deeply, slow and steady, you're going to struggle to be actively stressed. Your mind can be telling you that you should be stressed, but your body is sending the opposite signals. It's actually letting go. It's releasing. It's processing and regulating. And most of the time, we're not actually going to do that on our own. We spend our days breathing all quick and high and tight, rushing from one thing to another. So we have to make that effort to slow it all down. Which leads to step three, which is rest, to recharge however you need. It might be sleep, it might be time off work, it might be a long weekend or a month signed off by a doctor. It might be restorative yoga or a gentle walk or a sauna or just a sofa. Let yourself stop, breathe and rest. Step four is to write. If you remember, this is about getting a pen and a notebook, getting everything out of your head and onto paper. When our minds are super busy, all full of jumbled thoughts. A lot of the time it's because we're scared that if we stop thinking of everything, we'll forget something important. We'll drop the ball. We'll miss something. So get everything down on paper, what you're thinking about, what you're worrying about, what you're feeling, and then close the book, walk away, breathe, sleep, whatever, and come back to it when you're ready. Because step five is to reflect. When you come back to that brain dump, that download, it's so much easier to see what needs addressing. You can look at it objectively like it's somebody else's ramblings. If it's work stuff, you identify the problems, you set yourself goals, you start working through them. Ask for help, hand things back, delegate, ask for support, be realistic about what's actually achievable. If it's personal stuff, internal stuff, then you need to carve out some time for yourself. It's the same thing. Identify the issues, set the goals, 
start working through them. And sort of alongside, kind of mingling in with that in different quantities, depending on who you are and where you're at and what your circumstances are, is step six, and that is recover. It's really hard to make changes when you're stuck in that stress cycle. So take care of those basic human needs. Get yourself feeling stable. Take it slow and steady. Build a foundation of recovery. And that foundation is exactly what I want to talk about today. Because the foundation stuff is about doing things, making changes that help you to feel better to get stable. Like you're going to build your dream house as you navigate life after burnout. But the way to give yourself the best chance of that house not blowing down in a storm the first time the weather turns is to start with a strong foundation. So what are those foundations? Those basic human needs? Well, one we've already mentioned, it's rest. I'll call it rest and reset because it's not just about that one early night of rest or that one long weekend. It's much bigger than that. Human beings are not supposed to exist in a permanent state of fight or flight. When we're burned out, we're likely stuck in survival mode. We have been for a long time. And the first thing we need to do is let our nervous systems breathe and recover. So rest, in this case, is about not just doing those breathing exercises once, not just getting that early night once, It's about making it a priority, doing those breathing exercises or something else that helps you to relax your frazzled nervous system like yoga nidra or mindful walking or meditation, doing those things regularly, like multiple times through your day. Even if all you're doing is sitting on your couch, thinking and worrying and avoiding, give yourself regular opportunities to breathe and rest with intention. When I was in early burnout recovery, I would do this every hour or so. Just sit down with the Calm app or set myself in a anxiety-releasing yin yoga pose and just breathe. Set myself a timer, keep coming back to it. It's about regulating. So let's call it rest, reset, and regulate. You know, it's about feeling safe. The next one is sort of still under that rest umbrella, but it's more specifically sleep. Sleep deprivation is a form of torture. And if you've been surviving on minimal amounts of sleep or disjointed sleep for a long time, then you need to prioritize getting good sleep. Establish a wind down routine. Experiment with how long you need to sleep for. When I burned out, I was sleeping terribly. I had the worst boundaries with my phone and I was doing that thing that I know a lot of us do when we're hurtling towards burnout, which is staying up later and later, avoiding going to sleep because I didn't want to have to wake up which ended up with me getting even less sleep. When I was in early burnout recovery, I was going to bed at about 8.30, 9pm, and I was sleeping well past 10am the next morning. I needed all that sleep, and it took me quite a while to need less than that. But it really helped my brain recover, and it helped me get some of the stress that I was holding onto out. It helped me process stuff. I had vivid dreams through the first year after burnout. I mean, I still do sometimes working through a lot of stuff that I just blocked out and not had enough deep sleep time to process because that's what dreaming is, isn't it? It's us making sense of the things that happen to us. And if we've not had the time asleep to make sense of it all, then there's going to be a bit of a backlog. So if you start getting wild dreams when you start getting proper sleep, that might be why. Another thing that falls under that umbrella of rest, perhaps, is restorative exercise. Intense exercise is not the way to go when you're dealing with chronic stress. Switch out your spin class for a restorative yin yoga class or steady walks in the fresh air. Let your body rest and just release the stress that it's holding on to instead of building up more. 
When I was in recovery, I did a lot of yin yoga, either going to classes or just having that handful of poses that I knew worked really well for me and made me feel better. I would just hang out in a yoga pose for like 10 minutes while listening to a meditation and breathing. There will be variations to this for everyone, depending on what you like and what you need, what your fitness level is and everything else. But the main thing is to slow down whatever you do. Don't flood your body with more stress from intense strenuous exercise while we're building this foundation. Okay, next one of these foundational things is nutrition. It's not diets. Let's call it eating regular meals. If you have been snacking, skipping meals, compensating with caffeine and alcohol, your energy levels are likely to be all over the place. You need to properly fuel your body for recovery or just for life, frankly. Three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Plenty of water, less caffeine, no booze. Early burnout recovery, I mostly ate as simply as I could, just to make things as easy as I could. Breakfast was usually cereal, super easy, comes in a box, no effort. Lunch would be like a frittata, so eggs, but packed with veg, usually something I knew was going to fill me up, get all the good stuff in. Dinner would be like a stir fry or a portion of something that I batch cooked at the weekend. I stopped drinking alcohol. I switched to drinking a lot of peppermint tea and hot chocolate. I cut down on caffeine slowly because I was probably having like upwards of 10 cups a day at that point. I brought it down to like two cups a day at most. But having that routine of the meals, regular and substantial, not a diet, just relatively healthy, and most of all, easy. I've known people batch cook, get ready meals in, or a meal subscription service or something, whatever works for you, and of course, whatever's within your means, but start getting that structure in around your meals and it will help your energy levels level out. Because that's the next one, actually, structure. Structure and routine. doesn't matter what it is, it just matters that it is. So if you're working through your recovery, which you might be, or you might not, everyone's situation is different, establish breaks through your day to breathe, to rest, to step back from your stress. You cannot take too many breathing breaks. Ensure you have some time in the morning to exist before you plug into your work day or your family responsibilities. And similarly, ensure you have time to wind down at the end of the day so you're not just passing out when you can't push anymore. And even if you're not working, if you're off work and you've got time to recover and look after yourself, bring that structure in. Establish the breaks, the routine. If you need motivation, follow a simple model of achievement and reward. That's a whole thing. I'll talk more about that specifically in a separate episode. But in its simplest form, recognize each thing you do as an achievement and let yourself celebrate that with a reward. Mine used to be like, had a shower, achievement sit down to enjoy my coffee, reward. That was the structure that I needed that it brought to my day. But as I say, we'll talk more about that another week because it's a little bit more involved than that, but it's helpful. So back to structure. Part of this structure is going to be about setting yourself some basic boundaries. Look, we all know that those of us that are prone to burnout are also prone to having crap boundaries or no boundaries. And you're going to need to work on that for ages probably, but when we're talking about foundational stuff, it's just about starting to get familiar with the concept. Build your initial boundaries around these initial steps, around covering off those basic human needs so that you are able to start prioritizing rest, nervous system regulation, sleep, regular meals, restorative exercise, and building those foundations. Let that sort of primal 
animal part of you feel safe. Know that you're safe. Know that you're stable before you start shifting your mindset or working through your internal shit. It really does help to get those foundations in place first. It's basically impossible to achieve the mindset shift that you need to actually recover and move forward from burnout when your nervous system is fried, you're exhausted and unmotivated for change. It's essential to get on top of the basics first so you have that strong foundation from which to begin your recovery journey. A mistake a lot of people make is that they only sort out that foundation. Getting on top of these things will help you feel better pretty quickly, but that won't last unless you make the long-term changes too. So recognize that this is the first part of the journey, a really important part of it. Prioritize it and then keep going as you get below the surface. When I first recovered from burnout, I was entirely focused on these foundations and getting myself stable and starting to make these sort of major life changes, starting to heal. About three months into my recovery, the early days of the pandemic kicked off and my structure and routine just went out of the window. But at that point, everything had gone out of the window for everyone and I sort of fell into the trap of thinking that I was better and I stopped doing the things that I'd been doing up until that point. Threw myself into coaching, training and yoga qualifications and meditation because I loved it and it worked for me and I wanted to share it with other people, but pretty soon I was massively out of balance again and feeling the effects of burnout again, and I actually needed to bring myself back to those basics, to remember that it's not just about building that foundation, but it's about maintaining that foundation, embodying the lessons that you've learned, and everything else is built on top of it, on solid ground. So how about this week? You have a bit of a personal audit, Think about those basic human needs. Don't skip over any of them. Don't forget the value of breathing, because so many people do. I can't tell you how many times I ask the question, have you been doing your breathing breaks? And I usually get this guilty face looking back at me, wondering why they're still feeling so on edge. And listen, with everything to do with burnout, there's never going to be a one-size-fits-all model. Everyone is different, everyone's situation is different, and everyone's responses are going to be different. If I'm working with you, I can help you troubleshoot what's sticking and find the alternatives that you're struggling to think of. We'll always start with these basics and get you feeling better, and then the real work begins. But every moment is worth it, I promise. So if you want to come and chat to me about stress and burnout and about these basics, these foundations of burnout recovery and what they look like for you, then you can. Book your free 30-minute Zoom session with me via my website. There's a link in the show notes, or you can just head to maggiesupernova.com, and it's pretty easy to find on there. This month on my socials, I'm all about these basics, so follow me at maggiesupernovacoach on Instagram, or find me on Facebook and join my free Facebook group. Get on my mailing list, and of course, subscribe to this podcast, Your Supernova Moment, a podcast about burnout, and be notified when new episodes pop up usually on Wednesdays, usually fortnightly, but you know, it's all a journey and sometimes life happens. So I'll just keep doing my best with that. Until next time, keep breathing and I'll see you soon. Bye.